in procurement, program and control. I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Business Zone with Chris and Coach Gilbert Buchanan, your small business paramedic. And today, folks, we're going to have a very special show. This is the last show before Christmas, and we're going to make it super special for you. We're supposed to have uh, some guests today talking to you about our very special topic that we've been talking about. Ent balancing entrepreneurship, relationship, and love on the business zone. So right. my co-host, my co-host, <laughs> what do you got to say? <laughs> well, we're going to, and today is, you know, we're, we're two days before Christmas, and but on December 26th is actually Kwanzaa. So today we're going to talk a little bit about Kwanzaa and what that means and as uh, uh, far as the African-American culture and, and, um, and so we have a group today, the people of color, Mr. Uh, R.W. Akin is going to be on. They do a annual, um, a annual uh, Kwanzaa parade. It takes place on December 26th because that's when, uh, that is actually when Kwanzaa kicks off. And this year I have been asked uh, to be, uh, the queen, the <laughs> Kwanzaa the queen, <laughs> the Kwanzaa queen, so, um, uh, myself and Tori, uh, Bannon Reese, he's a founder and I'm uh, of and director of the family of the Oba. He's the Oba, the King. And I am as the co-director of recycling black dollars. I am the queen Ayata. So that is what's happening today. Um, uh, and so, uh, we'll see what all that looks like, but I actually have someone calling right in Gilbert take over just for a second so I can answer her okay. and then I'll, I'll mute myself. All righty. Well, folks, uh, you are on the business zone with Crystal and Gilbert, and, uh, we're going to have an amazing show for those of you who are just tuning in. Please go to YouTube and check that subscribe button and also click the like button. You know, if you like the show, I'm sure many of you have been watching the show for a while now. You like it, but you haven't been clicking that button. So just go ahead and check the like button to let us know how you feel about the program. And uh, also, if you have a comment that you want to put in that little box, go ahead and put a comment in there, too. We provide a variety of resources on this show, guys. We tell you about uh, how to become business ready, contract ready, loan ready, nonprofit ready, and get your books in order. As you know, having your books in order is the lifeblood of your business, your small business, and uh, we try to help you out that way as well. And the way in which we try to do that and actually do that with you is we have uh, my co-host, uh, Coach Crystal Mitchell, who is a financial wizard. She she can perform DNA on your books, guys. She can make sure those numbers fall in line, those numbers tell a story, so you can articulate the business from start to finish in terms of where that money is coming from, where it's going, how you gonna live, what's your gross profit margin, and all that good stuff. So yes, guys, this is the number one small business show in Southern California, which helps small businesses to understand how their business work. <laughs> right. Now, Gilbert, uh, one of the things I, the other day when I did a, um, I did a, uh, a workshop for GLAC, the Greater Los Angeles African-American Chamber of Commerce, I actually presented a challenge. And so my challenge was that everyone should um, um, be able to, one, should be using some of this time to project out what their financials are going to look like next year, you know, right. project forecast, so right. that they're just not guessing about how they're making money. They yes. actually know how they're going to make money. So that's one of the things. And the second thing I asked them to do was if they didn't have an accounting system, a challenge for 2022 or 2023 is to make sure there is a accounting system in place 
make an appointment with myself and we can help you get your um get your accounting system up but in 2023 i'm asking everyone to make sure they have an accounting system in place. i love that i love it oh i love that that's what should happen man because by giving you um a, a, a challenge like that it forces you to dig deep into your business finances understand what it's about be able to provide supporting information so then when your bookkeeper gives you something you know whether they're you know they're blowing smoke or not so right. every business should have that man oh this is great co-host i love it well that's my challenge so one to if you don't have an accounting system in place to get one in place and there's some very affordable products don't let price and cost be the reason why you're not maintaining and and maintaining your financial um a wellness of your business because there are products out there that you can use that does not um that doesn't cost you any money but will provide you with finance with financial reports at the end of each month which is so very important that's for sure that's for sure man i'm loving that and i'm thinking co-host since um uh, we're in the Christmas spirit right now, and this is a, a few days before Kwanzaa. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe we should explain to our audience what Kwanzaa really is, what it's about, how it got started, and all of that good stuff. So here's what I'm doing. I'm sending you some information right now. I want you to go ahead and uh, just check your email, and uh, we can read from the same script right here, okay? Okay, that so sounds good. Yeah, so let me do that so we can go because we want to talk about the seven principles of, of Kwanzaa. And it and really falls right in with what we teach about all every day, right? Exactly. It, it falls right into place uh with that. So yes. let me um I'm gonna uh okay, so let me go to my email my box. You're sending yep. me something. Yep, I just sent it to you. So because I really want folks to understand because you hear about Kwanzaa all the time and you're going, Kwanzaa, what the heck is Kwanzaa? You know, I've never heard about this before. And Kwanzaa has only been around since the 1960s. So it should be long <laughs> enough for you guys to know about it. But <laughs> so for those of you who never heard of Kwanzaa before, you know, we got to try to educate you a little bit here. You know, so Right. You and the reason we want to educate you is because um, Kwanzaa is all about um us as a people it's a cultural event i haven't gotten yes. it yet it's a yes. cultural event uh, here we go um operating in community you in, know? in the community and it's about us becoming self-sufficient as people so yes. very very important that we become self-sufficient and if, if if we have not recognized what has been going on in our and in, in the world uh today um with other ethnicities and other nationalities they are just moving forward because they work in unity right yeah um and i know there's many reasons why we don't work in unity but mm -hmm. however we really have to to really garnish our power and our power is really comes from us being able to work together as a grouping a group of people with yeah. the same interests and goals and right. i would think us having um economic soundness uh a, a, a future for our children mm -hmm. um uh roofs over our head and being able to take care of ourselves economically should be a common goal for all of us if, if that's you ask true. me now nobody sure. but that's my thing that's being able sure. to take care of myself being able to take care of my family um being able to feel like i'm accomplishing and being a part of the community that i live in that's right that's right and that's what we want to do for you guys now just remember this if you're thinking about business you're thinking about economic development you're thinking about growth you're thinking about support you're thinking about how you can be helped many of you small businesses are trying to get grants to run your business and try to 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 uh, inject some fusion some life into your business so kwanzaa is all about that and more so and 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 the way in which 
Kwanzaa is is run and operated, it's, it's very symbolic uh, as well as, um, uh, I, I want to say, in the form of sustenance. You get sustenance. It's like when you eat food, it gives you sustenance. You know, you get your vitamin, you get your nutrients. That's what Kwanzaa is all about. It's showing you how you can work together with folks in order to make this happen. Now, Kwanzaa was created or established back in 1966 that's when it was created guys 1966 just for those of you who didn't know that you know that's the first time we decide to to um celebrate it here in the united states so uh and and this really was in in response to the watts riot just so most of you guys know that you know mm. uh, uh uh when when the watts riot started back in the 60s you know kwanzaa came about and you know, it helped to bring people back together. We try to unite folks. Now, exactly. Now, Kwanzaa is observed from December 26th to January 1st. Every year, every year, Jan uh, December 26th, the day after Christmas, to January 1st, New Year's Day. And it calls, it, what it does, it culminates gift giving. And it's a big feast. Big feast. It's like a harvest time, guys. You know, you get all the foods, prepare all the meal, you plant all your crop, and at that time of year, you harvest and you share with your neighbors. You know, you share with your family, your community. That's just that's what it's all about. Co right. And, and we're uh, and you're also uh um and there are seven principles that are incorporated in the, in in the celebration so those seven candles very much like the uh jewish menorah yeah uh, where each one of the the knights represents a um and the candle represents a, a particular um uh principle or meaning and so um and i know generally um you know, cultures or people that are very culturally connected have been very observant of Kwanzaa. Um, and then, of course, the one that's most um, um, Christmas, of course, is 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 the very public, very commercialized uh, celebration. But that doesn't mean because that you cannot celebrate Kwanzaa as well. Right. I mean. I mean, it is it, 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 it's a celebration of us. And I know for me, Gilbert, since I went uh, um, uh, visited the motherland this yes. year, yes. Um, I, you know, I'm really connected right now to my people because, oh yeah, <laughs> right. It, it's just because it was just to me, it was absolutely phenomenal. And and I'm sure you felt this way when you were in in, in, in Jamaica, because right. here is a place that everyone looks like me. Right. right. Everyone right. is operating like me. And mm -hmm. in York, in, in um, Jamaica, everyone is looks like you. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. That's true. Right. That is true. Your stores, everything, your people, they look like you. Whereas here in America, we don't always have everything that looks like us. And That's so right. I was really... Um, I was really um, enthralled with the fact that when I went into the hotels, when I went into the restaurants, they looked like me, they were laughing and they were smiling yeah. and they were happy to see me. And and they also were happy to see each other. And they were such a fun loving uh, grouping of people uh, that I was like, wow, why can't we be like this, right? Yes. I'm sure they have their own problems, but it, it was just a good feeling. So right. I, I'm really feeling Kwanzaa this year. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I'm feeling it too. Because the thing that folks need to understand that when you look at Kwanzaa, especially when you look at the principles of Kwanzaa, which we're going to go over, you will see that just the concept itself, the purpose in each one of those, those um, uh, principles really align themselves with small businesses, you know, because that's what small business is all about or should be about, you know. So, you know, and and the, the creator of this, which is Dr. Uh, Malana Karenga, is mm -hmm. a, was a professor and, a, and the chairman of the African American Studies at California State University. Uh, he's the one who first came up with this in 1965 in response to the Watts riot, you know, when, where that, when, when it was that national uh, upheaval within the country, 
they decided, hey, this is how we're going to bring peace to the to the, the community, to the to the area, and help folks. So let's look at uh, principle number one. Well, first of all, you want to tell them how many principles they are. There are seven principles of Kwanzaa, and so each one um, uh, has a has a name, and each one of them has a purpose uh, and a principle that we as a human being can live by. Mm -hmm. And so let me see if I can um, uh, share the screen a little bit. Right. Okay, so I don't know if we can really see that. Um, so there's seven principles. I mean, let me see why. Let me see. I'm gonna take the screen back yeah. and let me see if I can. Well, you can, we can start and let me see if I can find a, a, a one that's um, uh, more uh, easier to read. Okay, okay, okay. So, so go ahead with the first one. So, so the first one, folks, as you know, the first one is uh, I, I pronounce it as um, uh, Mazao, which is. Uh, Actually, the very first With, one is uh, Ujama. Ujama. Yeah. Ujama. Okay. Ujama. Which which is tied into the, the one I just mentioned, uh, yeah. Mazua. Okay. So so Ujama is uh, unity, right? That's that's one that's that's um, professing unity for um, for small businesses, for people in the community to come together and to make this thing work. And uh, I've noticed that when small businesses come together, we we we, we uh, combine our resources. We tend to become more uh, prolific in what we do. We're stronger together, and you've heard that before. You know, stronger together. That's what small businesses is. So, so Ujama, or, or, or I'm sorry, it's Omoja, Omoja. That's what it is. Omoja, it means unity, and that's where uh, you bring family, community, the nation, and, and different races together and say, here's how we can coexist. So each, each community, each family will bring something to the table that the other groups can benefit from. And that's really what this is all about, guys, you know, unity. That's what Kwanzaa is about. So co-host, you want to touch on number two? Oh, look like co-host's uh, thing is frozen. Can you hear me, co-host? No, oh. there I am. There I am. Oh, there I'm just you are. To send the link to our guests. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. Then I'll, so and the I'll... next one is um uh let me let me hold on. It's uh, actually self determination. Yeah. And it's about um let me get back over here to where you sent that to me. I'm trying to do two things at one time. Is uh Kuja Ku Kuja Kalalia and it's self Kalegoya. Yeah. Self-determination to define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Right. So what that means to me, Gilbert, is that um defining ourselves as a people, what we stand for what's yeah. important to us as our culture yeah. um and I, and i and i assume the naming ourselves is referring to us at not the name that as as my my um who does this my my brother-in-law always calls it not colonizers the name, not the Col yeah not the, not the <laughs> government name but finding what is important to you and how you want to be recognized because one of the things that took place obviously you guys know this as much as myself one of the things that took place with us was that they took away our culture they took away our language and they introduced their own language their culture and as well as um a religion and so that became a problem for us because we didn't know who to identify with, right? Mm -hmm. We have we have a hard time knowing who and what to identify with. And then the other part of it is creating for ourselves, creating an economic uh, uh, base that is strong and solid and, and us uniting as a people so that we can help support each other and speaking for ourselves. So I think Gilbert, you and I do a great job of speaking for ourselves through oh, yeah. the business zone, uh, the community briefing uh, that I set up was pr primarily that we can no longer uh, rely on other people 
to to provide us with the information that we need right. in order for us to be successful. Right. And also within this number two self-determination is when we speak for ourselves and we, we also create for ourselves is telling our own stories. And this is one of the things we, we, we try to promote here on the business zone, folks. You want to tell your own story for your business. Don't let someone else tell your story for you because they're going to distort it. They're going to they're going to present it in a different kind of way. You know, if your business was formed four years ago and you went through certain struggles to get your business started, you tell that story. Don't let someone say, oh, this is just another small business that's in the industry. Uh, they're fledgling. No, we're not going to do that, folks. We're going to tell our story because our customers and clients want to hear our story, why we started our business, why we formed the business. You know, we, we know that when you start a business, it's usually about solving a pain in the marketplace. You know, what was that pain? Well, we need to bring resources together. We don't have access to, 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 to lines of credit. We don't have access to, to, to funds. We don't have access to, to big markets. So coming together, man, we can pool our resources and make this happen. Exactly. So that's very, very important. And, and being able to, I, I think um, when you have a say-so and you have a business and in that business, uh, it is, it is um, uh, being able to provide for yourself, uh, provide for your family, mm -hmm. being able to hire um, from within your community, yeah. making sure that your community is employed and therefore making it a better place for you, right. uh, and to live with your family, being right. able to be able to purchase homes, being able to have say so in the community schools that your children go uh, attend. Yeah. You do that by being, strong in who you are and that yeah. and having determination to yeah. say this is what i want no matter what the obstacles are this yeah. is what i need in order for my family to be safe for me to be safe for me to be able to thrive in the community that i'm living in and and co-hosts this is a big example to what happened back in 2020 when you launched the community briefing platform because when when this covid pandemic hit most of our people didn't know where to go what to do how to get information and you launch this program to tell our story to give us resources to tell us where we can go to get loans our, our, our grants lines of credit funding from the government that was you it was nobody else but you. <laughs> you had that platform, man. I'm telling you, you bring the bankers together. You bring all these other folks together so they can share information. You bring the health department together so that they can tell you what to do to prevent further um, uh, infections and, and, and you know, how to be safe and all of that. So kudos to you, co-host. That was great. That's part of the, the, the number two self-determination, man. And one of the reasons was, uh, Gilbert, was because I knew um, that we're the last ones to get the information, man. Yeah, yeah. We're always the last ones to get the information. And and I knew with this particular situation, it was, it, it, we didn't have a big window. We had right. a real small window in which to operate. Yes. And so if we didn't operate and we didn't get that information right away, then we were going to once again lose out. And, yes. and, and we already had so many businesses that were hanging on by a thread all by them little lonesomes without the pandemic. Yes. Um, I knew that I had to, we had to get on it right away. Yeah. And so that was one, that was my motivation. Was. Man, I was so proud of you when you <laughs> jump out there in front of everything and you make this thing happen, man. You know, you, you bring together these community leaders and you put them on the platform and you say, hey, you know, our people need to know what's going on because really most of us didn't know what the heck was going on. We're here about, oh, uh, COVID here, COVID there. And, and, and then, you know, people are dying and don't know where to get resources. You can't get water. You can't get toilet paper. None of that stuff, right? And you were the one who took the bull by the horn and said, uh-uh, 
I got to inform our people. So I, that, I just man, wanted to make, cause I know us, I know what happens to us. I knew, I know what we, if we didn't, if someone didn't act that we were going to be in some big trouble right. and, um, and that's why I did what I did. So yeah. um, primarily I wanted to make sure our people got exactly what they needed, how, and, and with it. And so many people, so many banks were like, okay, we're going to give you this money and we're going to give you this money. We're going to give you this. And I'm yeah. like, how many times have we heard we that? Heard that. <laughs> right. And where exactly is the money going to go? And right. how do we have accessibility? So I thought in my little head, well, yeah. you know what? If I bring you in a platform and you get to tell me where I'm yeah. going with that money going to go, yeah. I will, at least I have had some input. Yeah, that, <laughs> so, that was just phenomenal, man. I love that. So I, I guess that, that was my self-determination. Huh? Yep, yep, for sure. <laughs> so the third one is Ujima. Ujima mm -hmm. is collective work and responsibility. So and again, this one could lend itself to the community briefing too, right? <laughs> to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters' problems our, our problem and solve them together. That's, that's principle number three of Kwanzaa. And that's what my co-host did. She get on there. She did her thing. You know, I was in the background, you know, helping small businesses uh, by on Zoom and online while she was in the forefront doing her thing. So together, guys, we got to make this thing happen. Right. So the collective work. So one of the things that's very, very important to me is that um, uh, I feel that if we work together as a community and, and all of us look at me, I, I tell this is something that I talk about in every class that I do. I talk about um, I talk about uh, how all of my friends, pretty much all my colleagues, are business coaches. Yeah. Now, in a regular world, you would think we were all competitive, right? right. We were all competitors, and we are trying not to. Uh, we, you know, we rather keep all the business to ourselves than to share it, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not true. So collectively, right. you and I have been working together. At, uh, well, we've been on the show for six years. So yeah. we're going into our seventh year in 2023. But mm -hmm. we were working together prior to that. So yes. we complement each other. And right. all of the other consultants out there that I work with, we complement each other. I have yeah. no problem sharing. If it's yeah. in the best interest of my client, right. I will share and refer that client to the person that can best help them. Mm -hmm. So that's what I call collective works from oh, my yeah. standpoint. Oh, yeah. And the responsibility is I'm responsible. I have assigned myself the responsibility to make sure that our businesses are business ready, contract ready, and bank loan ready. Yeah. So I work with numerous of organizations in the community and as do you Gilbert and we all have the same mission yes. making sure that our businesses are comparable in the space that they're in. Right. And what we do also we form a collective of resources that our small businesses and our folks in the community can benefit from because you handle bookkeeping and accounting. I handle some small business certification, your back office, setting up your infrastructure, getting you access to government contracts. Then we've got Carlos Garcia, who is one of our regular partners here on the program. He provides IT services for you, help you guys to understand how to set up your system, your website, how to uh, prevent you know, malware and all of that to take over and, and disable you from generating revenues using your, your, uh, your, your, your website. And then we've got uh, no other than Mr. Greg Sneed, who is our financial expert. He right. comes in and he shares with all of you guys, you know, how to look at your money how to look at retirement, how to invest that money, you know, all of those types of things, man. It's just phenomenal. Then we and, have attorneys. And not, to, and not to not to discount all the guests that we've had on that yes. have come on and shared uh, their information and expertise right. on how to do better business. So mm -hmm. um, uh, this is our responsibility. So collectively, yeah. uh, we're doing collective work in order to to, to 
improve uh, our business community, make sure our businesses are ready for whatever opportunities right. present themselves. So right. again, another challenge to you guys for 2023, um, find others in your area of expertise and work together. Yes. You know, Gilbert yes. is is like the certification guru. And yes. um, but instead of just trying for as an individual company applying for the opportunities that are out there, why don't you come together uh as an organ as groups yes. and then collectively go after some of the bids and the opportunities that are available to you? That's a great point, Crystal, because that transitions itself into principle number four, which is Ujamaa. Ujamaa mm -hmm. is cooperative economics, folks. And what that means is to build and maintain our own stores, our own shops, and our own businesses so that we can profit from each other. We can profit together from each other, by each other, with each other, and we can access contracts, government contracts, you know, because as we know, the, the, the government has over 500 billion dollars in contract and procurement opportunities. Not too many of us are going after that. Why aren't we going after that? You know, everybody else is tapping into that, getting their share of contracts. Why aren't we doing that? So right. no, number four, Ujamaa, that's what it's telling us. With, with cooperative economics, we can work together in getting some of these opportunities. And one last thing I want to say, co-hosts, before I, I have you jump in here, is what we're trying to, 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 to preach on this show, uh, the business zone, is if you want to go after a large contract, let's say you want to go after a million dollar contract, but your capacity is only, say, up to 400,000, then you can bring in two other small businesses with you, and all three of you combine your resources and go after this big $1 million contract. And then you guys can perform different aspects of the contract. So now when, when a $1 million contract was out of reach for you, now you can have reach and access to that because there are three of you, your capacity is bigger, you're much stronger. You can now perform these contracts. So these are the types of things we want you guys to do, guys. Cooperative economics. <laughs> right. And um, and just think about how your lives would change if you were if you had a million dollar contract. Just mm, just yeah. <laughs> just think about that. I mean, yeah. that's pretty huge. Right. <laughs> you know, you and your contract would be for multiple years. Right. You're not just it's not a contract just for one year or as, as Gilbert likes to say, it's not transitional. Right. It is actually where you can establish what does this look like from for a five-year period or two-year period or three-year period. Look, you can project out how many employees you need. You can project right. out what your revenues are going to be. If you, mm -hmm. if you see down the line that you're going to need... Um, you're going to need new equipment. You you can better prepare for that as opposed to um, just the, tran the transactional transit. business where someone comes in today and they're gone tomorrow. You're not sure if the money that they're going to bring back to your store, or your business, you got a contractual deal that it's for one year, three years, you know, five years. And now you can hire people in the community. You can hire your family members. You can hire friends people in the community and build the community, build that economic cooperative resources. That's what we're trying to do, guys. Exactly. And the other part of that as well is being able to support each other and help us build. We're building our own stores, our own yeah. livelihood. So as the the, the co-director of Recycling Black Dollars, you guys know that's my spill, right? Yeah. Our dollar, and this 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 hurts Gilbert to the heart. So I, I got, but I have to say it because it, yeah. it helps me emphasize how important this is. So in other communities, our dollar, our do, I know seven, our, our dollars last, um, their dollars last unlimited or fourteen times or four, thir, 12 times in the Hispanic community, fourteen times in the Asian community, unlimited in the uh, white community. In our community, it lasts six hours. Six so that hours, folks. Six <laughs> hours. Oh, my Lord. 
That's no good. <laughs> Which means, Gilbert, we're not supporting our own. Right. We're going out and we're shopping and spending all of our dollars in other communities which is helping their communities it's yeah. helping uh their economic uh, uh empowerment but it's not yeah. helping us right so yes. uh ujama is all about building and maintaining our own stores and shops and other businesses to help create a profit so mm -hmm. that we all can can flourish together right, right. so i hope you guys have gone out and shopped uh with um with some black businesses uh this this christmas season that you've shared the wealth of your dollars and i know our dollars are very tight right now and yeah. i know we we have a recession coming in in the second quarter but mm -hmm. you can still find businesses out there um that look like you and you mm -hmm. can support them like right right now candace is on and she says she's so thankful because 90 percent of her clients look like her right very very important i made sure this this christmas uh there's an african shop in 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 uh inglewood um it's called coquette culture oh some of the most beautiful uh african outfits and handbags and jewelry um outside of buying it from the motherland itself that's where i buy my african uh, attire um i go over there and i support her specifically so she's over on man on Mar market street guys 234 market street go support her F a black history month is coming up kwanzaa is here on the 26th go over there right now and and support this lady's business she has so much merchandise gilbert she does just... she does i see them you know they're just phenomenal i think candace you should put the name of your business in the chat so we can promote it here for you yeah, yeah. so candace put her business all things um all things uh what's uh they are international intentional about shopping with me yes her, yeah. her clients are so this is what i'm asking you guys not just during kwanzaa but i do want you to go out between now and, and kwanzaa the seven yep, days yeah if you're buying gifts for your friends and family uh even after christmas run on go go to candace's all that and more boutique she's in culver city over off of um uh, overland and she's in the shopping center right there next to the ralph's i want you to go over to suzanne who is in inglewood and she has this beautiful african boutique quartet culture um go shop with her um recycling black dollars we are we are um at um um we are uh, publishing our 2023 resource guide so get your membership today get you a half page ad so that we can support you it is so important collective co cooperative economics should be our mantra it, it is should so be important. our mantra definitely and remember folks remember you know you know when you're growing up and your parents your mom especially tell you hey you say something three times, you won't forget it, right? I believe in seven times. You, know, you say it seven times, you won't forget it. So here is what you're going to say, guys, throughout this show and after you leave the show. All that and more boutique. 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 That is Candace's place, guys. It's over there on Jefferson Boulevard, Culver City. Go check it out. The website is all that and more boutique.com. Very easy. All that and more boutique.com. We got to do that cooperative um economics economic. where we share resources among each other keep that 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 black dollar circulating in the community more than six hours, guys more than six hours and she and candace just indicated if you mentioned the show the business zone with crystal and gilbert she will receive a 10 percent off your entire purchase so i'm gonna say how new year's eve is coming up and i tell you candace got some sexy outfits because she models them all the time on facebook <laughs> so, yeah, and go on her facebook page and you can she got some sexy outfits guys going over there and get your new year's eve outfit and go spend that time with your significant other and be sexy so go on over and visit miss <laughs> candace she's got a beautiful store um but again that's what it's about uh candace our memberships are um 
You get a membership and a half page ad for $200 right now. And you also get a mention and a, 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 um, on our uh, mobile app. So reach out to me later on. A comfy, casual, classy with an edge. That's the that's her motto. That's her motto. <laughs> comfy, casual, classy with an edge, ladies. Ladies, you hear that? And gents, you go over to Can Dance's Place, all that and more boutique, guys. Check it out. Right. Check it out for Christmas. Still got two days to go, guys. Still got your shopping. You can get in. You get 10% off if you mention the business zone with Crystal and Coach Gilbert Buchanan. <laughs> exactly. So, and then I'm going to put the other one to, for the African homemade. Um, uh, and oh, and that's the other thing I want to tell you about Coquette Court Cultures. Her husband, now this is, you can't get no more than this, right? Her <laughs> husband uh, actually, um, is from, they're from Senegal and her husband hand makes all of the garments he really goes, he goes to Senegal he gets the the uh materials and he comes back and he hand makes all of the garments man that's amazing that and is amazing and they custom customize it to to your body mm -mm -mm. so you and they, men and women it's not just women is men and women uh, uh 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 products over there so that's that's our economics our economic uh cooperative J J yeah. um ujama so very important guys that we support right. each other but not just rise each other up we have to support each other up economically so yeah. send yeah. your friends and your family and if anyone has a business out there please support your family member in their business a lot of times that does not happen in families they forget that you in business they don't most time they don't even know you in business yeah, yeah that's true that is true candace we're looking forward to it too i'm going to reach out to you at the beginning of the year and let's see what we can do together and make sure we get people in um yes. the next month next one is um nia Nia and, and Nia is purpose. Yes, to make our collective vocation the building and development and develop our communities to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Um, I was in Africa, South Africa, yep. and the continent. And and um, in November I was in South Africa. In in um September I was in Egypt. Yeah. The continent is absolutely beautiful, Gilbert. And mm -mm -mm. and and I watched and I saw uh uh our people and I I walked in the stores and everybody looked like us. I, I they were so kind and so loving and so sweet. And I see that in us, right? But yes. what we need to do is we have to be able to bring that that our culture to us because somehow or another we didn't forgot to share our culture with us <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so it's okay to be part of this country that we live in but we cannot forget who and where we came from that's right so, that's our roots have, right there right and we have to be purposeful about it mm -hmm. we have to make sure that it's 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 something that is in the foremost of your brain every single day right got got to restore that traditional greatness man that traditional greatness and all of us was raised with tr traditional values when we were growing up and i know my mother and and i'm sure your parent used to say the same thing to you as well gilbert mm -hmm. uh if you're gonna do it do it right and do yep. it good right yep. and do yep. it well and so with us running our businesses we have to make sure we're running those businesses well we mm -hmm. have the best customer service yes. uh we have whatever resources we have we use them uh effectively to make yep. sure we're running effective businesses yeah and we make sure that we don't ignore marketing our business and and mm -hmm. and, and 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 making sure people know that we exist because closed mouths don't get fed as they that's say. right <laughs> and and i'd like to put a, sh a shout out there a challenge out there to many of our small businesses you know ask yourself when was the last time you called one of your clients or customers and said hey how are you doing? You know, 
Uh, how have you been? You know, do you, do you like our services? Uh, is there anything else we can do for you? The last purchase you made or the last hiring that you've done by hiring our company to do work for you. Was it a good job? Did we do a good job? You know, is there anything else we could have done better? You know, ask those questions, guys, because I'm telling you, sometimes when you do that, you get new business out of that. You never know. Sometimes folks are there just trying to figure out, okay, how do I get this done? Oh, yes, this small business does that. So reach out, guys. You want to reach out. I want you to do a pledge for 2023, January of 2023. Reach out to at least 10 of your customers or clients and call them up. Say, hey, how are you doing? You know, uh, since we've provided services for you, has the service helped you to elevate your business? Is there anything we could have done better? Can we do something else for you? Let us know, you know, and you'd be surprised to see the type of reception you get. Exactly. And, and, and this is a good season. You yes. can send all your, your clients, a uh, 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 Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa uh, greetings. You can also spend this time on your social media, uh, going and sending messages out and recognizing them. And at the same time, talk about whatever, um, uh, whatever sales you have coming up, whatever opportunities you have coming up, remind them to schedule an appointment with you next year yep. so that, that they can come in. And if you have a store and you're a retailer, make sure you um, use that time um, to, to, um, to encourage them to support you next year. Uh, one at the top of the show, I talked about uh, a challenge that I had what, that I presented to um um, my clients was let's forecast how much money you want to make yet next year. Yep. And then you can sit down with myself or Gilbert or any of my other colleagues and yep. let's figure out a strategy or how you're going to get to that magic number. Right. Mm -hmm. And how many, what, how many sales you need to make every month and how many products or services you need to offer and how many people you need to reach in order to do that. We're out here. That's what our jobs are, is to help you reach those whatever goals and quotas you have. Then that's what be purposeful about yes. at, about everything you do yes. when it comes to our economic um, um, uh, cooperation. One of the things, because we are, they are talking about a recession next year. Mm -hmm. You want to be prepared for that, right? Yes. You don't want it to catch you unawares like the pandemic did. <laughs> you want to be prepared. Want to be that. prepared, man, because we've seen what happened when we were not prepared in 2020. Uh, Four hundred and forty thousand minority businesses went out of business 440,000 that's half of almost half a million minority businesses guys you know we got to take these things seriously we got to take it seriously we got to get our paperwork in order know where they are have them available at our fingertips at all times you know it's amazing co-host so yesterday i was doing some work here on my computer and one of mm -hmm. my one of my clients the bigger clients called me up and said hey I need your your W nine form. Can can I have your form W nine because I need to pay you. I need to send you this check, but we can't send the check on unless we get the form W nine. I said, say no more. I'll get you this form in six <laughs> seconds or less. Six seconds or less. I jump on my small biz pro, but a boom, but a bang. In six seconds, he's got it. He's got my form there because it was already in my system. So. That's what we need to do, guys. That's what we need to do. We, we want to have to our paperwork in place, man. Right, when the opportunities <laughs> present themselves. So that we're challenging you guys. We want to make sure. Uh, and and we practice, Gilbert and I practice uh, Kwanzaa 7 principles on a daily basis. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Every day, guys. So, <laughs> so number, number six. What's number six? <laughs> is uh, Cuba. Uh, uh, Kumba. Kumba which is creativity. Now I'm going to say this about black folks. We are some of the most creative people on the planet. Yes. I mean, new, tr we set the trends yes. for the, the world. Globally, yes. we set the trends, right? Yeah. So we, uh, uh, creativity and Kumba is to uh, do all, to do always as much as we can in a way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and prosperous than we inherited it. So we want to make sure everything 
is beautiful. Everything use your creativity. Use your creativity to get more customers in your door. Use yeah. your creativity to add to add some spice to the products or the services that you send out that you're out there providing, right? Don't right. just be humdrum. Don't just do enough to get by. Take it to the next level. It's so important that you take it to the next level. Yes. <coughs> and you know, and, and what what I always, you know, get what I always say. You know, people's like accounting so boring. No, accounting and and, and and managing your money ain't nothing boring about that to me. So I go out <laughs> of my way to make that a sexy topic to make yes. sure that you when you leave me, you really truly understand how to implement that and in, uh, implement that into your business so that it is a helpful tool to you and that's something that you're going to do consistently every day so that you know what your numbers are always right. right right and that is so true man and you know in in uh, in addition to what my co-host said about us being very creative i just want you guys to know and remember that the black entrepreneurs are some of the best inventors there is on the marketplace even though our ideas and inventions were stolen from us back in the day because we were not allowed to patent or trademark our inventions you know that was just the rule you know they didn't allow us to do that but now more and more of us are doing those things some of the things we invented because of our creativity was the air conditioning unit we have blood plasma bag we got bicycle frame we got the refrigerator we got mops <laughs> mailbox guys you know all of those things are things that we invented the elevator all of that stuff are stuff we because of our creativity and you know how they say Creativity is born out of the out of necessity. You need to do something, and it's not there. You go create it. <laughs> that's exactly. how that's how we thrive over the years. And and I really think about it, Gilbert. Here we were uh, uh, enslaved and having to create wealth for other for uh, our enslavers. Yeah. Um, and we managed even in that to be creative, knowing that we weren't going to benefit from it, but right. we still utilized our creativity, right. our imagination, um, and, and, and made things so much easier for the yes. enslaver's life. And so if we can do that for the enslaver, I sure think we should be able to do that for ourselves. Oh, for sure. For sure. Definitely. And in the spirit of community, I want to throw something extra out there for you guys. So you start thinking about, okay, if you own a home in whatever city you live, there is a program called CDBG, Community Development Block Grant, that's out there to help small businesses, uh, uh, to help people in community function and help you to beautify your community. So that grant is money that you receive from the city in which you live to fix up your house, to fix up the roof, the windows, the doors, beautify the, the, the home so that your community look better. So for those of you who are interested, you contact me after this show and I can provide you the information. If you're living in a city where the population is more than 50,000, you, your city is eligible for that funds. And that's a federal money that come to each city every year. Many of you may not have known that. So that's part of that, 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 the Kahumba that we're talking about. Okay. Kahumba guys. We want Being you creative. to think about so, yeah, that. There's so many opportunities. And our finally, and our guest is here. So we're going to bring them on in a few minutes. Uh, just before we finish the last principle, which is Imani and that's faith uh, to believe with all our heart and our people, our parents, our 
teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and the victory of our struggle. So very important to work together, to support one another, and understand that our, our beginnings may have been challenging, but that doesn't mean that we have to perpetually live in life of uh, uh, challenge. So have faith that you have the power, the determination, the purpose, um, the courage uh, to make your life and our community's lives a better place for all of us to live. And that requires us collectively working together and being responsible for each other in order to make sure that happens. So uh, remember, that's it takes a village. Remember, it takes, it takes a, village. a village, folks. So we got to work together as small businesses, as people in community, family members. You know, if, if, if folks who are listening are not entrepreneurs, but you know someone who is an entrepreneur, your family member is an entrepreneur, make sure you ask them, tell me about your business. What is it you do? Because many family members do not know what their family members do in business. You'll be surprised, guys. Exactly. <laughs> so, so with that, Gilbert, we have our guest here. Hello. I know you guys, we, we sorry for the, the misunderstanding. Um, but we are happy to have you. And uh, this is a kill, right? Akeel, straight up. Hello, beautiful people. <laughs> Welcome Hello, to the business you? zone. We're doing fine, thank you. <laughs> Hello, how are you? We're so happy to have you. So we just been talking about Kwanzaa and the principles of Kwanzaa and how it relates to us as business owners and as well as uh, business coaches within our community. But we do want to uh, talk about why you guys are here and what's happening on December 26th. And this is going to be the um, the 46th. Um, annual kwanzaa guadi festival and parade wow. that is going to be happening may Guardi. i say yes <laughs> welcome okay thank you and i'm so happy to be here and it's the 46th annual kwanzaa guari day okay. oh guari day all right love it Guari Day is a procession, as in a spiritual procession. It's not just a simple parade, but it's a parade or a procession where we honor our ancestors, where we honor the unseen energies that exist around us on a daily basis. And we start Kwanzaa on December 26th every year. Why? Because Kwanzaa is our new year. I'm a Wayusi or African American. And why do I say this? Mm -hmm. Let me give a little background. On December 26, 1966, that's the sixth day if you add those numbers up. At 1302, you add that up, and that's a six. And the street name was Santa Barbara. It turns out that Barbara is the code Shango. You see, Shango is not any old name. Shango was a hero. The energy that governed liberation, energy that governed raising justice, the, the energy that governed uh, empowering those who are oppressed over those who oppress them. That's why Shango was was uh, denied uh, support. About liberation. So that's why Santa Barbara was coded as Shango. And Shango's number is six. If you were astute enough to understand what I'm saying, that's the 666 prophecy. Mm -hmm. We thought of, because of how we have been raised, we were thinking of that as being something filthy, dirty, mean. Negative, and that, evil. <laughs> but it's not. And it was none of that. Right. None of that at all. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, 
at this address, 1302 Santa Barbara, that was the Aquarian Spiritual Center and bookshop run by the late Dr. Alfred and his wife, Bernice Lagan, the Aquarian Spiritual Center and bookshop. And you couldn't be in Dr. Lagan's presence for over five minutes before he would say, a new age is coming, a new age is coming. I mean, that was his mantra. And he of Aquarius. That's what he was talking about. Um, mm. he, 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 we know of Ron Townsend in, in the fifth dimension. And well, Ron Townsend was one of the people who attended the, the Aquarian Spiritual Center. That's why he was an influence to, to come out with that song, The Coming of the Age of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. But as I said a, a moment ago, Dr. Lagan was expecting the age of Aquarius. He had no idea that it would be the age that is what Kwanzaa mm. represents, a new age. And this age had been predicted. You see, the book of Revelations was published in 96 AD, and it contained stories from ancient Kumt or ancient Egypt. Is the Kumt is the ancient name of, of Egypt. Egypt is a Greek name. And that is not the name that we called the place. We called it Kumt, meant black land. And we called ourselves Kumtchu. And I referred, I said ourselves. Yes, we are the descendants of the people who originally occupied what we called ourselves Kumtchu. Mm. Today we refer to yeah. ourselves, you've heard me mention a moment ago, as Weusi. Weusi essentially means the very same thing as Kumtchu meant. It meant blacks. That's what the name.